Do you know how much super you have right now? Collectively, Australians have more than $3 trillion in superannuation. But the government believes that's under threat and wants to introduce more laws to protect your retirement nest egg. Stuart Robert is the Shadow Minister for Financial Services and he's our guest this morning. Welcome back to Breakfast, Stuart Robert. Good morning. You've made it clear the opposition doesn't support any changes to the objectives of superannuation. Now, it was designed to be there for Australians in their retirement. That's obviously the entire concept of super. Why shouldn't that be embedded in legislation? The idea, of course, for an objective of super came out of the David Murray Review in 2014, which was to make a simple, clear statement for purpose. David Murray recommended it was simply something such as retirement income to supplement or support the age pension. Now, the government's come out with a Sir Humphrey-esque 24-word definition that talks about sustainability and equity and uh, preserving it uh, to ensure that the purpose of super is meant for labour, frankly, and for the industry super funds, but not for the individual. This is the individual's money. Uh, So this attempt is all about Labor's nation building scheme, PK, but it is not about the individual and what's right for them. That's our objection to what the Treasurer is trying to do. Yeah, some of the country's biggest super funds have come out in support of legislating the objectives of super. Are they wrong? Well, we tried to to legislate the objective of super in 2016. I was the assistant treasurer in 2018. I tried again. And and these large super funds, all of the super industry, the opposition, no one was interested. But surprise, surprise, now with this great big nation-building agenda and the treasurer wanting super funds to invest in everything and anything that supports his agenda, everyone's now coming out saying this is wonderful. So sure, but, that. but your legislation was, was different, wasn't it? So the, 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 it isn't the same. It isn't the same proposal, is it? Uh, no, that's the point. Our yeah, legislation that is the point. Was the Dave, ours was the David Murray review, the, the recommended set of wording that came out of the, the financial services inquiry, which was to have a simple definition that everyone understood as opposed to a complex multifaceted one that is designed to stop Australians getting access to their money and to push their money uh, into Labor's nation building exercises. Uh, That's the drama. It's not consistent with the best financial interest duty and there are concerns everywhere about it. Tax concessions for superannuation accounts could also be under review. The Treasurer says those concessions will cost more than the age pension by 2050. That sounds alarming. Were you alarmed to hear that, that our tax concessions for super will cost more than the age pension? I'm always alarmed when governments pick... Uh, numbers that are 27 years into the future to back their priorities. That's why our budget's only four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But just to interrupt, if that's the trajectory we're on, does that worry you? Uh, No, because the whole point is to provide a low-tax environment for people to save for their future. So if the tax concessions in 2050 are so high, think for a second exactly how much the receipts are and how much retirement income Australians will have to be able to retire on because they're putting money into that environment. That's how it was built. That's how it was designed. This is entirely the purpose for it. Tax concessions uh, on super largely benefit the wealthiest Australians and around uh, two-thirds of those who benefit are actually men. Doesn't that show that we might need to actually look at this area, that it deserves a debate? Oh, goodness, no. PK, that's cherry-picking numbers to try and and drive an emotive response. Tax concessions 
benefit everyone equally. That's why we have uh, uh, our system of taxation where the higher you earn, the more tax you pay. So the incentives are there. Uh, and of course, the, the tax incentives that, that support most people are for the lowest earners, $18,200. Of course, you pay no tax and the state three tax cuts start to bring in right up to $200,000. Okay. So everyone benefits from a highly targeted tax system. Yeah, yeah. But just to be clear, right, obviously tax concessions on super um, is a debate that the government is starting. They haven't told us exactly what they want to do, but a debate there. You don't think it's even worth having a discussion about any of these concessions? Notwithstanding, the government didn't take any of this to an election, so it has absolutely no mandate and it's thrusting this upon Australians. It's quite clear the government's building a mandate to come uh, and tax Australians more. That's what it does. It has these great big Washington National Monuments that it says will save the world, uh, and then it just needs to take more people's money to pay for it. It's clear where the government's going. It's clear they want a ceiling on super. It's clear they want to drop the Division 293. It's clear they want to increase taxation. This is the discussion they want. We'll make it very clear to the government, you have no mandate, you didn't take it to the Australian people, you're trying to fund some of your crazy ideas by taxing Australians more, and the opposition will stand up against that. What what crazy ideas are they trying to fund? Well, let's go back to some of the uh, the initial crazy Washington National Monuments that Labor's put forward. Remember the National Broadband Network that will deliver a commercial return, and they just wrote off $31 billion. Any idea that, that Labor has that starts with the word national, we should all be concerned about because of their track record. Uh, Labor but aren't has they got, a national government? Uh, yeah, yes, they are, and their national Washington monuments tend to stay with the Australian people and cost a fortune because they're not thought through. They're rushed, and in many ways they don't take them to the Australian people first. I just need to move to another issue, Stuart Robert, before um, um, I say goodbye to you. Just on to yesterday, the final hearings of the robo-debt Royal Commission, they commenced. Here's what one woman said about the stress that program put her through when she tried to pay for her daughter's doctor's appointment, only to find debt collectors had actually drained her bank account. I went to go pay for the doctor's appointment and my card declined and I checked my banking app on my phone and $11,500 was overdrawn in my account. And then I said to the lady on the, the other end, <clears throat> well, maybe I should just drive my car off the road because I can't survive on no money. One of the witnesses yesterday at the Robo-Debt Royal Commission yesterday, just, just on that, Stuart Robert, you've just heard her speak. What's your response to that? Well, it's a terrible thing to hear uh, in terms of, of, uh, of what she's been through and I wasn't aware, and I still don't believe that debt collectors have got the power to take money directly out of people's bank account. That's appalling. You were warned as government services minister in 2019 that continuing that scheme may amount to um, basically misfeasance in public office. It was only in November that the scheme was finally wound up after issuing more than half a million unlawful welfare debts. Why did it take the government so long to shut it down? Well, that's what the Royal Commission is working its way through. I'm not going to prejudice it or its hearings, uh, PK, by chatting through some of the detail. I won't make the mistake that the government's making in question time for political purposes. We'll let the Royal Commission work its way through. I think we should respect that process and it should be laid bare for all Australians to see. Thanks so much for joining us. Great to talk to you. Shadow Minister for Financial Services and Shadow Assistant Treasurer Stuart Robert. And if that story raised any issues for you, just hearing that woman's heartbreaking story, I know was... Um, 
very difficult. Call Lifeline Australia and the number is 13 11 14. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN. Podcasters, me again. So you probably know I've got a pretty eclectic, some unkind people might say cheesy taste in music. But if you want to widen your musical horizons, I really recommend The Music Show, which spans the whole gamut from Gregorian chants to hip hop. You can check it out on the ABC Listen app.